0: Uh days Uh, some people call them mondays but there are days where you just don't feel like doing anything you don't feel like you're good enough you don't think that you're capable of if that sounds like you today's episode is the one you're looking for so let's get
1: this show on the road here we
0: go shut
2: up
1: and sit down the business bros podcast was created for you Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of
0: Business, business Brothers.
2: Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I love it!
0: About. Dude, Hell I, yeah. just with that, I know it's already going to be a good show, so James, drop some heat for me, baby. Here
3: we go. All right, all you business pros. Out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and honored to bring another incredible guest to the Business Bros pod. For the last 60 years, statistics show that the fastest growing companies have a 67% failure rate, even though business growth, growth is more accessible now than it's ever been before. Today's incredible guest is on a mission to change the world's perspective on growth strategy and help business owners get past their internal barriers to growth. Through thousands of hours and years of experience, our guest has developed two growth-minded frameworks that he's used to help companies tear down internal barriers and create indestructible growth strategies that no competitor can copy. If you want rock solid growth and a clear blueprint on how to get there, tune in to learn from this purpose minded growth strategy consultant extraordinaire. Joining us today from Kingly Consulting out of Ozark, Missouri, developer of the Grow on Purpose and Market Journey Path frameworks, welcome to the show, Ryan Baker.
0: Woo! some fire there What do you think Ryan so far?
2: Oh pumped let's do this
0: Let's do this man all right I started off the show talking about this little voice in our head that tells us what we can and can't do uh, what is that thing that's in our mind and and how can we defeat it?
2: Yeah man so um, you know title says it all imposter syndrome um, a lot of people call it self-doubt um, a lot of people, don't know where it comes from, but pretty well everybody struggles with it. And a lot of people struggle with it for hard to describe reasons. So imposter syndrome or or that little voice in the back of your head telling you you're not good enough, that you can't do it. A lot of times that's from something that happened in our past that we created a narrative around that we now tell ourselves. So for me, I was three years old i I'm, I'm sitting in our living room in little republic missouri you know tiny little house surrounded by my family members and i look up at my mom and i say uh when is daddy coming home and and she tells me he's not and you know for some people that's like crushing right for me i went through the next 30 years thinking that nothing was wrong i still had a relationship with my dad i love my dad he loves me i know it but when i was around 29 30 in that range i uh I was going through this exercise with a consultant. We were going to figure out how to tell a good story in my business, and they were like, "Okay, just go through these life themes. You know, write out all these different things that you've done, studied, you know, been passionate about, uh, work achievements, whatever, um, and try and find a theme." So I was like, "Okay." So go through this exercise, and then all of a sudden, I realized, "Oh my gosh!" In everything I've done, I've been asking that question: "Am I enough yet?" Mm -hmm. So a lot of it was like, you know, stuff that didn't really make a big difference. But I I started a growth consulting firm, and I kept running into brick walls in my growth. And I'm like, I help other people grow. Why Why can't I, you know, grow myself? And it turns out that that question, that nagging doubt that I had was holding me back. I would sabotage my efforts because I was afraid of success. I wouldn't go on sales calls because I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of everything and it's because I was believing a narrative that little 3-year-old me created and so I was basically letting a toddler run my life.
0: Dude, that is some crazy stuff, man. Like to to think that it goes back to like one identifying thought. It to me sometimes that's like far-fetched. Like of all the things that happened in your life, that's the one thing that kind of pushed you into that into that mindset that kind of rules for the rest of your life. That's the programming that we got to go back to and if We can find it. How do we, how do we reprogram it?
2: Yeah. So that was just a starting point. Everything that happened beyond that, it put a lens over my eyes so that whenever I saw something happening, whenever I heard somebody say something, I was filtering it through the lens of, well, I'm worthless. So they see me as worthless. Whatever they're saying must be a dig or it must be insinuating that I'm not good enough. And even in in my late 20s even in my early 30s i was still viewing myself as a child so it was still all coming back to that initial starting moment but there were a lot of poor decisions along the way that that solidified that belief and so you ask the question how do you how do you reprogram that and that's the right terminology because really so there's a lot of studies out there showing that you know we our, our brains um, there's this thing called neuroplasticity so you know if you go through a certain behavior or a thought pattern enough times it creates a, a pathway in your brain a neural pathway and that kind of forms our habits it's it's like if something is second nature it's because you've thought or behaved that way so many times that your subconscious just does it automatically as a pattern exactly. so if you
0: is that uh, literally why routines in your day that you create and you put into play, that's why they become so vital in people's growth? Because I talked to a lot of people who are very successful and they have a lot of little routines that they do. Is that the kind of reprogramming we're talking about?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a big part of it. So there's, there's negative patterns and there's positive patterns, right? So if you're creating a really positive routine, it takes a lot of the decision work out of things, all the thinking work. So you don't have to consciously put energy toward thinking, how am I going to handle this? What am I going to do now? If you're going through those and taking the decision work, all of the thinking out of it, then you lower decision fatigue and can free up your brain to do more powerful thinking toward things that matter. If mm-hmm. you have negative patterns, then you're slipping back into a way of behaving, a way of thinking that's going to harm you and hold you back from doing the things that are important or positive. So the way to fix that is is first to be aware of the behaviors or the patterns understand when they occur so so find whatever moment triggers them maybe it's somebody saying something maybe it's um you know seeing something maybe it's you know you you see that you've got a new call booked you know for your business whatever and you're just like you start the cycle oh man well you know here we go here's another one uh, you know what am i gonna quote them uh, i better make sure it's low enough so they don't tell me no because you know then i'll be less valuable because it's not for everybody. So, you know, we all of whatever justifications we tell ourselves subconsciously. So you have to be aware of it. And the mind has something called reticular activators. So uh, a reticule is like an area of focus, right? And if, if something is important or relevant, your subconscious will bring it into focus with those reticular activators. If it's not, it just gets filtered out to protect you from an overwhelm of inputs so if you have awareness of a particular behavior or pattern you want to change and whenever that pattern starts to occur your reticular activators bring it into focus now you're aware now you can make a conscious decision do i want to behave this way or do i want to start forming that new neural pathway to bypass the bad pattern and start to create a new habit a new pattern
0: that's funny because uh, I, I, the way I always see that as is, uh, or is to give it a name, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that behavior is, um, and it, the, the sad. Okay, so the one I used to do when I was trying to get myself up in the morning to go and work out, right? Because yeah. and and mostly to run because I don't like to run. I'm a runner now. It's part of my routine, but I don't like doing it. So when I was first starting the alarm would go off. It's early in the morning. It's cold out. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at my clothes right next to me and I'm thinking, do I get up? Do I not get up? And I would tell myself, this is your little bitch moment. Like stop being a bitch and get up and go run. Right. But, but I would call out that, that thought process, like the, I'm not, I'm comfortable. Why do I have to, I don't need, like all the excuses for me not to take that action. I gave it a name. It was, it was, you know, me acting like a little bitch. That's what I called it, right? Yeah. So, but I identified it, and now I was able to like overcome it. I, that's what I feel like the reticular activators that what you're talking about is naming that activity so that you can then move forward from there. Am I hearing you correctly?
2: Yeah, yeah. It just helps you recognize what's happening, so that you're consciously aware of it instead of it being just a pattern that happens without you actively thinking about it.
0: Hmm. And so, okay, so. I'm I'm kind of curious. I want to go back to the I'm not good enough question that you keep asking yourself. The the excuses that we keep coming up with, the the lens that you're seeing the world through. You know, when you described your story when when dad wasn't coming home, how did you make that connection with I'm not good enough? Like what what was what was that, you know, thought process in your mind that put up that wall? Cuz I'm wondering if that same scenario somebody else might be like, dude, I hate like, I'm never going to get married in my entire life. Like, there's no, like, can have a completely different emotional reaction and ask himself a series of different questions?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, and, and for me, I mean, my mom told me, I don't remember this, but my mom told me that, uh, like, I looked up at her one day and said, I don't want to be a daddy because daddies hurt people. Mm. And so I i was thinking, um, you know, there's a lot of ways that this plays out and and everybody, you know, not everybody has the same root, but a lot of people have the same story, if that makes yeah. sense. So so, you know, I don't remember all the thought processes. As I was three, you know, it's my earliest memory is is this happening. Um and so I don't remember it, it consciously happening. Maybe my brain wasn't formed enough to like you know, reason out like, Oh, this is what's happening. You couldn't
0: tell me what the dialogue happened right after anything. Of course. Right. right?
2: Yeah. Right. But you know, over, over time recognizing, you know, it's a pretty normal reaction um, when a parent leaves to feel worthless. You know, most of my sisters um, experienced something similar and different, different um, you know, stories played out based on their experiences. Um, You know, I've talked to people with a lot of different, you know, roots. I, I, Think finding the root is important to understanding why you don't feel like you're worth anything or why you feel like you can't do something. Sometimes it's just because you don't see the steps and you don't know what it's going to look like and you really want certainty. So, you know, in those cases, um, like you know, for you running, yeah, just do it. Just get up and do it. And the more you do it, the more familiar it becomes, the more you know you can do it, you know what it's gonna look like, and you just do it. But for a lot of people, there's such an ingrained Super highway in their brain telling them like no I can't do this like yeah that'll work for other people but it won't work for me you know oh I can't run because like that would hurt my knees or something like well have you tried it yeah well I mean it would hurt my knees probably so you know there's a lot of things that we're telling ourselves right and so um you know some people they get that feeling because maybe they move to a new country and they're surrounded by people who are really different from them some people have adhd and maybe teachers insinuated or directly told them you're never going to learn anything you're never going to amount to anything because you can't just sit and pay attention to make my job easy which i mean maybe i added some stuff there but like that's generally you know teachers parents siblings um you know a lot of times there are things that are just casual throwaway lines that set somebody's life on a course that you never never would have intended or expected and you know as we start to believe these things you know it doesn't matter what we know in our heads um, if it's misaligned with what we believe in our hearts about ourselves and so I believe that if you want to grow your business and you've got this self-doubt, this imposter syndrome, you have to align your head and your heart. Otherwise what you're doing with your hands is going to come across as inauthentic or disingenuine.
0: You know, it's, it's so funny. You're talking about that. A lot of this stuff has been going through my mind. Cause I feel like, you know, when it comes to things that I do, that's, that would be the easy part, but to think of myself or to believe in yourself, to be, of a higher level that I even struggle with all the time. I mean, you said everybody does anyways, but you know, I feel like I struggle with that all the time. Sometimes I'm standing next to some of my buddies are a little bit taller than me and I'm, and I have like this, am I too, am I not tall enough syndrome? And I'm just, and that's just standing there, right? Like for no reason. And then after a while it's like, that was stupid, whatever, but I keep going. But those thoughts do cross my mind. And I and the same thing when I'm in a professional setting. Now, I go through a mentorship and I'm I'm you know able to talk to somebody, you know, a a coach or whatever, and I see the people that they're talking to, and and part of it is competitive, and part of it is, dude, will I ever be able to do that? Can I ever get there? Like that stuff goes in my mind as well. How do I backtrack that? To figure out that emotion then that that's behind it like what are what are some practical things that if somebody's feeling those things can kind of like take a step back and do to see maybe what can they can identify in their life that that was that transitioning moment
2: Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. So there's there's a really big um, thing that, that needs to take place in a lot of cases um, that, you know, sometimes like comparison is normal. You know, we can't, it, our brains work that way. You know, if we go into a new environment, we're comparing ourselves to others. Uh, we're comparing, you know, our experiences to others. It's just like, it's part of how we find our place and know how to interact socially, right? It's not a problem to compare. When you judge yourself based on how you're different from others that is where it starts getting negative um you know i i tell people sometimes like hey you know you can use comparison for good um you know view it as like an a la carte menu for your life i mean you can't do that with like your height but um (laughs) you know you go in and and you like you see somebody driving a nice car and you're like man yeah. yeah like I would love to drive a car like that. Well, okay, how can you make that happen? Like let's let's reverse engineer this. It's like, you know, the perfect day exercise. But in business, a lot of times it's different. So, in business, if you're having all these negative patterns, you're comparing yourself to everybody else or you're you're having all this self-doubt, part of the reason it's holding you back from growing is because it's keeping your focus on you and what's wrong with you and what you want and the difficult thing there is every everybody knows the more you're in business you know the the more you learn like okay it's about the customer i have to know i have to understand the customer i have to understand their life their problems um you know how to better serve them and the better i do for them you know the the better it helps me grow but if you have all that self doubt and you you tie your value to how much money you make the car you drive clothes you wear you know how you look how you are perceived by others then you're focused on yourself and not on your customer in a business setting so the way to get around that is you have to do that introspective work to identify those negative patterns and sometimes it's comparison, you know, sometimes it's just self narrative, but whatever those negative patterns are, you then have to start to rewrite those. And, you know, I always tell people like, just take a couple at a time, you know, don't try and change everything about, you know, who you are, but like, just, you know, identify a couple situations where you could be who you want to be instead of reacting in a way that is uncharacteristic to who you believe you should be. And then, um, one of the key catalysts to being able to pull your head out of your cash, as I like to say, (laughs) um, is if you're struggling to take the focus off yourself and put it on your customer, there may be some unforgiveness in your life that you need to seek forgiveness around so that you can have internal peace. Because if you have that dissonance, that internal struggling, then you're always going to pull your focus back to yourself because you're not going to, you're not going to have peace. You know, it's all just what's wrong with me. Let me, you know, diagnose um, and, and look inward. And so sometimes you need to forgive others. You know, sometimes you need to seek forgiveness from others. And sometimes you need to forgive yourself for things you're blaming yourself for that aren't your fault. Anyway, a lot of people whose parents leave find themselves blaming themselves which is part of where that feeling of, of worthlessness comes from. It's like, oh, well, they left because of me. Well, you know, maybe. Most likely, it had more to do with their marriage than the kids, but sometimes, you know. So seeking that forgiveness can help you get comfortable with the idea that it's okay if other people succeed, even if I don't like them, or it's okay that this happened Bad things happened, but I learned from it. I grew from it. There's a lot of things that can take place from forgiveness that will give us that inner peace and release that bitterness that we're holding that isn't serving anyone. And then mm-hmm. once we've sought that internal peace and that healing, then we can focus more freely on on serving the customer, understanding them, serving them, giving them what they need, what they want, uh, which is how you make money and grow a business. You
0: now, the, the peace part got me questioning. I'm like, okay, so does that mean I go out and I start forgiving like everybody? Just like kind of check it off the list so I can like, you know, wipe the state clean and and have a nice, you know, clean ledger? Uh, I mean, is, is that what we're doing? Like, are we cleaning our ledger so that we feel better or is it deeper? Like, is it is it more about you know, maybe it's, it's somewhere in there. I'm going to find what's really bothering me.
2: Yeah. So that, that conjures to mind uh, the image of Steve Buscemi in, in, uh, Billy Madison, you know, going through chicken off. <laughs> right? It's, it's exactly. not, it's not like that. Right. So, um, you know, sometimes you need to go to a person and and sit down and have a frank conversation be like, look, this really hurt me. I need to seek resolution. Um, you know, like, I don't dislike you, I don't hate you, whatever, sometimes maybe you can't say that honestly. But, but, you know, you can start a conversation. Other times, you don't have to go and like, sit down and talk to somebody. So like, for me, I'm a Christian. And I think that, um, like praying for the good of those, um, of whom you're jealous or, or bitter, or, you know, you would view them as like an enemy, an opponent, you know, somebody you're in competition with, if you pray for them and for their good, like the things you want for yourself, you pray for them. A, I've seen people that I prayed for like that I was really bitter or jealous toward getting those things I was praying for. and I was just like,, maybe I should pray for myself more, right? But also uh, <laughs> there you go. it gets you familiar in your mind. There's this this concept called the the mere exposure effect, right? the more you're exposed to something the more likely you are to prefer or trust it or be comfortable with it and so the more you you pray for it, meditate on you know write in a journal about however you want to handle this you know um the success of those you need to forgive the more comfortable you get with the idea of good things happening to them and and it kind of being okay so there are different ways of handling this um, but basically just dissociating the bitterness the negativity the why can't I have what they have stuff because in a lot of cases you can have it you just haven't put in the work they've done or mm-hmm. maybe that's not your journey and you can have something better for you
0: yeah that's that's deep man the you know when you were talking about the way you the, the just the way you you had me really thinking, so i I really do struggle with a lot of this imposter syndrome and to to be able to go through this like idea of forgiving everybody that was probably not not going to be me because i i it's just you know i i feel like i'm i don't really piss people off i always feel and again this is the same type of feeling i always feel that's not there's nothing wrong with them there's something wrong with me like i'm not seeing something my perspective needs to change I'm very critical of myself. I'm not very critical of other people. For me, I'm like, dude, your life is your life. You're going to do what you do. So a lot of my stuff sits inside my own head. Like I'm I'm breaking down how you're so open to talk about a lot of stuff. And is, that I-
3: is it just me or is it glitchy? It's pretty glitchy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You're kind of glitching out a little bit there, so we're totally not catching what your question
2: is for Ryan. I was going to have a really good guess at an answer, though.
3: It would it would have been a great <laughs>
2: guess.
3: Would have been a great guess. Hey, you want to come over here and do it?
0: Um. Yeah. Give me. Give me. Uh. I'm. I'm just. I'm. Uh, no. 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 You're, here, you're good. You're
3: good now. You're good now. You're good okay, now. We can okay. hear you. I now. was like checking my Wi-Fi. Right. I
0: think I'm good. Okay. Sorry. Let's give it a shot. And we're back. (laughs) We're back. I'll try that one more time. Let's do it again. All right. So what I was saying is, a a lot of my own imposter syndrome sits in my own head, right? I I don't really blame others. I don't feel like I have, you know, I'm not. I don't need to forgive them for anything. I don't think anybody's really done me wrong like that. And uh, the only people who have, you know, I think I'm I'm clean with. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's my own ego. Maybe it's my own imposter syndrome. I'm not as vulnerable as. James is, for example, like he wears his authenticity on his sleeve. You are the same way you'll, you'll come on and you'll tell a story that might've been devastating to your character uh, because it's part of your authenticity. Like I feel becoming at peace with yourself is almost finding that ability to, sh- to have that much authenticity. So, you know, any, any helpful advice for, for me to get there?
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, so if you're beating yourself up too much, you know, maybe, Maybe you need to seek inner peace and and forgive yourself for the things that you're being too hard on yourself for, you know, and, and not everybody's journey looks the same. So forgiveness won't be as strong a catalyst for some as it will for others. Maybe what you need to do is start working on that self-talk, stop calling yourself a little bitch to motivate yourself and, um, you know, start using different motivators. So, you know, who do I want to be? You know, you're not focused on the negative. Who am I being? You're focused on who do I want to be? And then when you see it, yeah, you can name it, you know, be fun, have have fun with it, be yourself. But when, when you see it happening, then, you know, have an alternative um, way of behaving that you can then turn to. So, you know, sometimes it's just rewriting those negative pathways um, into positive habits and you know forgiveness isn't necessarily going to be an essential part of your restoration process
0: dude we live in a in a cancer culture environment so uh in that thought i was thinking so everything that that we've discussed today it's almost like you're trying to cancel negativity in your life right i mean you talked about uh we talked about routines and we talked about developing habits and neural pathways we talked about it, essentially, what you were what you were getting at is, is the way to change the thoughts or do things that are positive in your life whether it's to you know have conversations with the people forgive people or um, or the way I saw it was start doing things like creating a gratitude journal right think, it's putting things in your way that are putting positive thoughts in your mind because we become what we think about essentially right it's, that's that's at the end of the game. What happens in here is our reality. It's, it, it is our matrix <laughs> per se, right? Our, it, we see the world a certain way and, and we all see it in, in our own mind. So if we can fill our minds with more positive stuff with, and, and align it with where we want to go, then those are the actions that uh, that we need to take. I hope that's what I got from your show because that's what I that, that was my summary. What do you think? Did I hit, hit the nail on the head there?
2: yeah i would tack one thing on there um so a lot of times the problems that we experience internally are because we and and the comparisons are are because we are perceiving our value through how we think others perceive us so the ego right the projected self we're being who we think others want us to be and we want to be valuable so if you want to feel valuable and you don't feel valuable sometimes you need to do things that are valuable for others not for yourself, for others. And if you're doing that, you're having a positive impact on people's lives, not just making money, then you're being valuable. So if you want to feel valuable, sometimes you have to be valuable. Focus on others, find some sort of purpose outside yourself that's serving others and watch what happens to your business.
0: Mm, Spread joy. What? a coincidence because we're in November spreading joy is like right around the corner ladies and gentlemen yeah thanks James for switching it up for me uh it's, it's right around the corner so uh literally you know when you when you give joy it's one of the greatest feelings in the world right it doesn't matter who you're spreading that joy with like when it's there it's magical uh and it's one of those things that is also contagious and brings value to the table and Ryan did you had a killer episode today. I've, I'm loving the content. Uh, a little bit of internet glitch here and there, but overall, I mean, great, great episode. Uh, if people want to work with you, they want to know more about how they can find that inner peace within themselves so they can just get out of their own way. Uh, how can they get a hold
2: of you? Yeah. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. I'm very accessible. I will answer my messages unless you're trying to sell me something without ever meeting me. Um, so reach out. I mean, let's, let's connect. Uh, we could do a coffee chat, Hit me up.
0: All right. All right, Ryan, dude. Thank you very much for being on the business bros podcast. Really appreciate you ladies and gents. I mean, information scroll on the bottom. Look, That was a 30-minute conversation. And if you weren't digging in your own mind like I was and just kind of poking at myself saying, look, see, I knew you had to fix a little something. This, these are some great practical tactical tips that you can use to start shifting that mindset, put it in a positive direction. None of us are perfect. We all have that imposter syndrome. We just try to put it in the control, right? Put it in the box and try to really shrink that box a little bit every day. Just get a little bit better. And uh, Ryan's making it happen. So make sure you guys check out consult dot for any of this type of advice he's got a bunch of stuff on there that'll definitely help you out and just hit him up on linkedin a little dm goes a long way all right ladies and gents we'll see you guys again later today that's all we got for you guys ryan thank you very much for coming on the show we'll see you guys next time peace
2: thanks
1: thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income